Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast with your league commissioners, David, Jonathan, and Stewart! All right, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. <laughs> this is We're this here is with Stuart. David and uh, And David's Stuart. not here. I'll be David. Okay, you be, you be David. That was <laughs> Cupid. This senior. was the most chaotic start to a show we've ever had. Except for last week when I just stole it right out for money and you didn't even see it coming. Oh. Uh, so here we are. Yeah. Ready to talk about week number six. Week Hard six. Hard to believe we're almost halfway through Gosh. the season. That's sad. I look yeah. forward to this all year and then here it comes and I'm sitting at one and five and, <laughs> or one and four. Oh. One and you four. You predicting this week yeah. already? No, no, no. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Definitely not. I know who I'm playing, and I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, it's the one guy I got to win against. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's kick off this show with the old power rankings. Power rankings. Man, I feel like I could walk out of like a tunnel for if like my name was in a starting lineup. If I was good at sports, like yeah. or like a walk up to uh, hit hit at the plate. Yeah, I would do something like that. It's pretty sweet. All right, we'll jump into it here. Um, some changes across the board from last week. So number one this week, the biggest mover on the week, Joey Searle. Oh my goodness, he's so, finally getting so the we'll credit get, he deserves. We'll get into it here in a second. I'm going to run through it, and then uh, we'll go go at it here. Okay. Uh, Lewis, number two. He moved up from number three last week. Um, hmm. Fallers, my dad fell from number one to number three on the week. Wow. And then Jackson fell from number two to number four. Where he belongs. So All with wins. Wow. All, all with yep. wins. They all won. And so those uh, those are our top four vote-getters between us. We differ on what they look like. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, and then coming in at number five, he was number five last week. That's Mike Staffel. Um, followed by number six. Uh, he's a mover-up. He was seven mm. last week. <laughs> a mover-upper. <laughs> a mover-upper. <laughs> Uh, number seven last week is number six this week. That would be Ryan Paloma. Oh, wow. You're no longer number six. I'm no longer uh, number you six. You held I, that for I, so long. I'm a faller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm number seven now. So I've, I've fallen uh, one spot the past two weeks. Uh, number eight is Stewart. Stewart's held at number eight, I think. Um, I'm hanging on to that middle tier <laughs> just by a hair. That's... You have been number eight the past three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. So those are actually... Uh, same tier, kind of going back to what we've done previous weeks. We had those same four, just different orders, and we'll get into that. Um, and then the last tier here is Mike Searles at number nine, Preston at number 10. They're staying the same from, from last week, no movement there. And then Jonathan, you moved up a spot, number Ew. 11. And then Daniel, fallen. Now he's truly at the bottom. Yeah. Number 12. Yeah. So let's go to the top here. Number one for all of our rankings this week, this is going to be a fun conversation, I feel like, is Joey. So as a recap, Joey last week was number four, cumulatively. Um, Stuart actually had Joey four, I had Joey four, and Jonathan, you had him too. So we've all moved him up. Obviously, he had either the second or third highest score on in league history, 220 points with Mike Evans doing, doing nada for him. And so... I don't know if you want to say something, I, Jonathan. I'd this. like to I feel start. Like you've been the <clears throat> Joey. On the edge of his you've been you've been the Joey supporter here, yeah. and yeah. Stewart's kind of well, bashing you for being his yeah, brother. Yeah, that's, that's basically yeah. where I was going with it. Was I was uh, criticized last week uh, by the the elder statesman of the power rankings that I uh, didn't know what I was doing by yes. putting Joey number two, um, yeah. and I said, you know, look. I think I, I honestly thought it was Joey was gonna fall. I remember saying that last week, um, but then he goes out and puts up the highest score this year. Um, so he just what he did with that in my mind was he proved that he's got the ceiling of someone like Senior Jackson, which I previously didn't think he had before. So that he did that without Mike Evans scoring a single point, which I don't think that will happen again unless he gets injured and Saquon on his bench. I think I was justified last week putting him at two. I feel really good about putting him at number one right now. But I could easily see him him and Senior flipping back and forth one and two. 
Yeah, so you you have my dad, number two, Jonathan. I do, and I've had him at one all year. Stuart and I actually have the same top four. Um, yours is the one that differs. We have Joey, Lewis, Senior, and Jackson, which is actually the cumulative order. Yeah, I, I, I mean, David obviously sees the, the, the way to pick and rank mm-hmm. these teams and so i appreciate david that you i wish copied, we could copied me on the i wish we could track week. the variance between our picks week to week because yeah. i feel like yours might be the most varied yeah from- so let's read you want i'll <laughs> read bold. stewart's uh, <laughs> one through four last week and then yeah we just read yeah, the one through four this week so last week he had lewis number one yeah uh, this week you have Lewis number two. Yeah. Okay. He fall, falls a little bit. Well, that's fa- that's fair. You had Jackson number two last week. Now Jackson's number four. Yeah. You had senior three. Senior is still three. Yeah. And you had Joey at four. He is now number one. Yeah. And if you remember the week before, Lewis uh, was four. Lewis was four, and yep. he moved to number one. That's, rightfully so. That's true. <laughs> so you so, like the jump from four to one easily without moving any of the other guys so, i do yeah. when it deserves it okay <laughs> yeah and that's, that's something that's fair they're, your, one of they're the, your rankings they're incorrect but they're yours no <laughs> they are more correct than any of y'all's and except for ours because we have the same but more correct than <laughs> for the top four at least yes um yeah so i i actually had and i said this in the last podcast that i thought there was kind of a sub tier of jackson and my dad being one and two i had jackson number one my dad number two um, and I thought Joey and Lewis at that time in the year were very similar to each other, both undefeated, both similar scores, point four, points four on the year. Um, and so, you know, they've gotten to this point now. They're 5-0. and oh, And so I've kind of flipped my logic on this. Part of that's Joey hanging at 220. I didn't think Joey's team was capable of that, I'll be honest. Um, and so... They, to not lose a game this late in the season, I got to give them the respect of one and two. So if I've actually flipped um, those two and I actually have them one and two now, as I had them three and four last week. Um, and then I've got my dad at three. I think, Jonathan, you have him at two. Um, I just like my dad's uh, team a little bit better than Jackson. He performed better than Jackson last week. Jackson's kind of gotten a little stagnant here with his scores mm-hmm. lately. Obviously, he's been in this top tier in our rankings all season long. Stewart had him, uh, or I had him number one last week. Stewart had him number two, so it kind of fluctuates. Um, and then this week, we all have Jackson four, so I think we can all agree on that. So Bottom of the barrel, Jackson. <laughs> I'll talk more about Jackson's team when we get to the uh, picks of the week because I'm playing him this week, and I have some thoughts on how uh, maybe I'll pull off an upset. Okay. Uh, Please. So obviously <laughs> those guys continue to win. Um, all of those teams, between all four of them, they've lost a combined two games. So four yeah. and one, four and one, five and zero, oh, five and zero. Oh. Pretty crazy. Cream of the crop. Yep. And so uh, number five, six, seven, and eight, uh, kind of a second tier here. Of that tier, who do you think is contender status? <laughs> Contender status. Well, look, it's got to be the contender status originator himself, Mike Staffel. So, don't you so think? Mike's five, Ryan's six, myself seven, and Stuart, you're eight. I feel like Mike is, um, with the weeks he's been having, I think he's getting close in my book to moving into that top tier and leaving the middle tier in his in his dust. You know, actually, when I think about it, after playing Ryan last week, I could see Ryan being the one out of this grouping that I could see pulling off, you know, winning it all with his team. Uh, it goes, down, it just really comes down to Ryan's quarterback play yeah. for me. But yeah, so I mean, if you look at our top six, were the top six scores on the week last week, and it went what felt like a bunch of different blowouts, and so it kind of felt like this past this past week, those were the contenders. I would put those six as the contenders. I don't know if Stewart and I are in that same class. I know we're kind of voting in that same tier, but I almost think there's a sub tier of Jacks. Excuse me, uh, Staffel and Ryan here. And I've got Ryan a little bit higher. I've kind of I mentioned why I have that. I think if Ryan gets a quarterback, I think he's in that top tier. Mm-hmm. He, I might even have him ranked ahead of Jackson at that point. He's he's had some bad breaks, um, but I think who scored more this past week, Jackson or I mean, uh, sorry. Staffel or Ryan? Do y'all Staffel have that did. Yeah, one eighty-seven point nine for Staffel, and Ryan had one eighty point six. So okay. 
Seven, what a, seven point three. What points. a chump! Yeah. So he did that with Daniel Jones scoring like nine points, less than ten points. Right. And so I think that's kind of the where I see him being the guy if he can get uh, one of these quarterbacks that uh, I don't know, maybe uh, some Russell like Wilson, a, uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson, just pick him up off the waivers. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he d- he did Lamar pick somebody Jackson's up for, off of waivers. I saw not untouchable. Let me tell you. Ooh, <laughs> for the right price. Well, uh, let's talk after this, Stuart. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, if we want to hash one out on the on the show, I think people would love to hear how a trade goes down, but only if it's organic. I don't want you guys to force a trade okay. here. Okay. Remember that one time that we did the dra- <laughs> we did the draft. That was when we were drafting at the hotel, and we had a plan that yes, right before I the do. first pick we were going to, <laughs> but we had already planned it all out. So we were we were going to dra- act like we it were, happened live. We were dramatizing. A, <laughs> do you remember who the players to, were? I don't, I don't remember. No, I don't remember either. Yeah, I do remember you. Sounds memorable. That was your idea. No. Yes. No, no way. <laughs> that sounds like David. <laughs> so, um, yeah, y'all both have a staff at five. I have him at six. Ryan, I have at five. Stuart, you have him at six. Jonathan, you have him seven. Uh, you have myself at six. Not sure why, but they're, they're your rankings. We all have Stuart at eight, so we all agree. Stuart's actually been eight for the past three weeks. Thank you. So, how many? what's been your record the past three weeks? Have you won any games? No. Oh, and three. <laughs> I so, was, uh, I won my second. No, I won week three against week Jonathan. Three, okay. So I'm, I think, I think when I have like two teams that I feel like are tied, I go with their actual record as the tiebreaker. Yeah, so that's I, fair. I put a little bit of, of more stock in what they've actually done win loss wise. Yeah, that's fair. So, and then this last tier here, um, Mike, Mike Searles, um, Obviously, I think his team showed this past week two fifty-point players of the four on the week. Um, I think he can put up some points if he if he can get some of that together. And then Preston, Jonathan, and Daniel. Um, Daniel's the 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 mover of the group. <laughs> so, what is it about uh, what is it about Preston's team that you like better than mine? I'd like to hear this because I've been consistently ranked behind Preston by you two all year. I feel like so I have. My my final four is what the actual ranking is. It's uh, Mike Searles, Preston, that yourself, and Daniel Stewart. Mm-hmm. You have Preston nine, Jonathan ten, Mike Searles eleven, Daniel last. We all have Daniel last, so I'll just start not yeah, mentioning. We'll him. start at the bottom. Um, we should just stop. So the question Daniel is, why do we why do we like Preston better than your team? Yeah, I'm just genu- genuinely curious because I I've said from the beginning. Uh, that I just I didn't really feel that Preston's team was very good. I don't think my team's that good either. But I just always felt like head to head. I feel and we haven't played yet, but we'll see. Well, w- one Preston has Philip Lindsay, who is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Philip Lindsay that should be in the that, that should be in the negative funny. column. I can't wait to play him. Yeah. Do you, and do, you have, play how many, do you know how many points yeah, Philip Lindsay has? Yeah. Yeah. What is Philip Lindsay on the year? He's top fifteen. Hmm. Yeah. I think uh, we'll revisit this in week thirteen. I think I think when a few weeks ago when he scored twenty nine points, uh, Jonathan said he will never have another game like that. And he, he hasn't. Almost did. He was. <laughs> so one, I'm right. One point so, nine points. Away. To answer the question, I think Preston has a little bit more firepower than you. Um, Keenan Allen, I think, has been good this year. He had a bad bad week last week. Maybe that's indicative of. Uh, the running game, uh, our, our focus on that, even though it didn't didn't look like that. Philip Rivers had a bad game. Um, but if you just look at the points scored on the year, you've got Preston, he scored 661. Um, and Jonathan, you scored 571. So we're not even in it. There we it's, go. It's not it's not one of those I, those things where, where one start here, one start there. I think that's I think you can kind of see that. Um, he's got you have better running backs. He has better receivers. I think your team has improved. You know, one of the we didn't cover this, but the only trade that occurred this week, you actually uh, occur, uh, made the trade with Preston, in which you acquired Alshon Jeffrey, and he acquired Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I, I, the trade make made sense for both teams, but I think you, with the addition of the Lev Bell trade, you've made some moves in which you have um, gotten better, in my opinion. And so, you know, the argument of points scored on the year doesn't really hold hold true because you had you did have maybe the worst team coming out of the draft. That's that's always debatable. My, that's always my. Um, I'm just point. not sure if you've passed them. That's always why. That's that. I think that's why I said that poorly last time when I mentioned points for. I don't put a whole lot of stock in it because it's what you've 
that's what you've done, but teams are constantly changing with bye weeks, injuries, trades, and I think you, you have to look forward as well as back what you've accomplished. And I think that's what power rankings are, are trying to do. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. And I, I would say to answer your question about you versus Preston, I think it's more of just kind of a personal, I like Preston better. <laughs> um, that's, that's really where I feel like we're going. Cause yeah. uh, there's no other logical reason for you to be picking him, yeah. him over me. Well, Actually, you... I don't, I dislike both of your teams so much that I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, you're, it's both terrible. I mean, the fact that you've only won one game, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. And I did beat the worst team in the league, so maybe I do belong at 11. I don't know. We'll see. I, th- I think you you will be moving up, but as of uh, now, you haven't made that league. Very yeah. slowly. Need to, uh, need to get a couple wins. Maybe we'll start with an upset this week. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to talk about with power rankings? No, I don't think so. Um, Stuart's getting ready to play the piano. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you doing? No, I was, I was, uh, Stuart's about to tweet. I had written something down earlier that I was going to. He's got a poem written. Words of wisdom. (laughs) Do you think... Well, maybe we should wait until we do Does pick, you picks think? of the week. We'll do. I'll wait until the picks of the week. <laughs> well, okay. Picks of the week. Awesome. <laughs> We're at picks of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to do something before we actually jump into the matchups and start picking our winners and picking our losers and picking our nose. Um, and that is, we've got some teams. Um, if you look at our standings. We've got some teams that are um, undefeated in Big Poppy and McBarkley. We have some teams or a team that has not won a game in Saved by Breezes. And then we've got a handful of one and four teams. Jonathan, myself, Mike Searles. And Preston, one in four teams. So, David, we're uh, <laughs> rapid fire around here. Are we there yet? Yeah, we're, we're there. Do you think what is more likely? Joey loses first or Daniel wins first? What is more Ooh, likely? That's a good question. Who? So, who do they play this week? Do you have this handy? Uh, yes, so Joey plays uh, Mike Searles. I think Daniel's going to win first. And Daniel Ooh. plays me. I think Daniel will win before Joey loses. I think he's showing his cards. Oh, okay, so we're getting into the... Yeah, we'll league. get ahead. What a dumb answer. No, listen, it's, y'all are acting like it's a, It's more of a uh, my love for Joey's team. Um, he's going to be getting Saquon back, if not this week, next week. And he's been doing what he's doing, specifically moving up in our power rankings without all of him. He scored the second or third highest score of all times with Mike Evans doing zero. He has the two best players in fantasy in Saquon Barkley when he's healthy and Christian McCaffrey, who's been the best player in fantasy this year. You add that with the fact that he got Godwin in the draft, who's the number one receiver right now. So he's number one running back, potentially number two running back, number one receiver, and then he's got Evans, who's been a little bit hit or miss. I think he's done a 44-point game on the year. Um, he's also got Galladay. Number six quarterback. Number Andrew six Luck. quarterback. Three top, 15, <laughs> three top 15 wide receivers. And then who's his uh, tight end? Oh, it's um, not going not gonna to work here. <laughs> I think it's O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> he has a good tight end. Uh, yeah, so, his tight end. I'll tell you. That's his, why... As I look at his roster specifically, I've been Mark in, Andrews. Yeah, oh, Mark Andrews, yeah. number three tight end on the year. You look at that. I've been talking about my dad's fire fire. Joey's has definitely improved, specifically with the wide receiver play. His wide receivers mm-hmm. have all stepped up. Mm-hmm. They've all overperformed relative to their draft status. And so I think it's more indicative of I don't know who Joey's going to lose to. Maybe the question is when when does Joey play another one of these undefeated teams? Yeah, he hasn't played he hasn't played any of them, right? He hasn't played Jackson. No, because that yeah, senior 
or Lewis. Correct. So anyone in the top tier he hasn't played, which, you know, to be fair, the only ones that have played each other are Senior and Jackson. And that's how they... And that was a great matchup. Right. So... And three out of my five weeks, I have played... <laughs> no. Yes. Four out of my five weeks, I've played... Cause <laughs> you played Joey, too, you right? Played, uh, no, I've Lewis. played Lewis. You played yeah. Lewis. Jackson twice, your dad once, <laughs> David, and... Yeah, maybe we've got lowly, to lowly old. John <laughs> so Joey Major. has a, you have to get you Joey. a win. No, yeah. No. So then that that secures my answer that Joey, <laughs> since okay. he hasn't played Stewart yet, that's another win for sure. Oh, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> no, he hasn't I think played you yet. <laughs> so what was the original question? Was it that who's going? I was gonna just trying first? to kind of figure out what. Do you, so what do you think? Have you thought about? It? I think I think it's Daniel. Daniel's bound to win one of these games. I know seventy-seven is seventy-one is a bad, or seventy. Excuse me. 71's a bad week. Wasn't it 71? Yeah. No, it was, yeah, after Mayfield went negative. Yeah, I, seven. Think, I think it is. I think the answer is Daniel, um, just because of what you said about Joey. But Daniel's team, I, I I don't know. He's got a weird, last week was terrible. But he, I thought he should have, he was a player or two away from beating Jackson, uh, which Jackson's collectively our, our number four team. So he's got players that can that can have good weeks. Um, but they're just, they're nowhere near consistent. That's why he's at the bottom. Um, okay. so I think it's him. One more question. Okay. And, uh, this is for, that was a good question, by the way. This mm-hmm. is for both of y'all of the one in four teams. There's myself, Jonathan, Mike Searles and Preston. Who would you say of those four has the best chance of making the playoffs? Well, if you could only pick. One. Well, one of them will. <laughs> I mean, as of now. Yeah, one of them. Well, yeah, that's true. Dan- you're not including Daniel. Daniel's on. Well, he's winless. And then and so you and Ryan could lose a bunch in a row. Uh, but my yeah. answer to that is is Stewart. He's number eight in my power rankings. Um, I feel like you've just had some bad breaks, and you've kind of spoken to it already with just your schedule so far. You are in a tough division. You've already got your two matchups against against Jackson out of the way. You still have another matchup with Senior. Um, but if you look at it this year, I think five wins might get you into the playoffs. Yeah. So I I think I like your odds to get there because you've played the toughest schedule of that group. And I think you have the best team of that group. Um, but yeah, we'll see. That would be my bet though. See, I unfortunately agree with you because we've played and you've beat me. You have a half game lead on me because of that. So if it comes down to head, head to head, you've got that. Gosh, that's great news. So, so as long for, as I don't lose to say by breezes. So yeah, then then it yeah three that, way that muddies it up. Three way tie would be interesting, but um, even then you still got I think the highest points for. So uh, I think you've got the the um, the the head start, so to speak. Uh, Stuart head start. I get it. I yep. get it. Funny. You've got the head start. Uh, you've got the inside track. However you want to say it. Um, barring any significant trades or injuries, I think you would be the one. If nothing changed at this point, you'd probably be the one to make the playoffs. Okay, last question. I know I said that that was the last question, but of uh, so you have our top, let's just say from our power rankings, our top six was uh, Joey, Lewis, Senior, um, Jackson, Mike, Jackson, Mike, and Ryan. Ryan, okay. Which of those do you think, uh, if you had to pick one that will would not make the playoffs, which one would you pick? Mm. Gosh, knowing the bottom, it's tough <laughs> to pick any of them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's the hard part. It's not it. It would take. The problem is you're trying. I, I think the only way that happens is you're trying to predict injuries, um, or if you. I hate to say this, but Lewis's team, I feel like has is the team that worried me the most out of that tier, but he, he hasn't lost. So I don't know how he doesn't make the playoffs. He's already got his five wins. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess Ryan, because he's had the worst record, but I think Ryan could belong in the top. I mean, he, I think he belongs there. So it's Mike or Ryan. I just don't know. I, I would say Mike, but I don't think either of those are true. Just right. What's going to happen. I think, at the end of the season, we fast forward, you're going to have four or five teams that are nine and three, nine and four, and maybe even better than that. Maybe they're all 10 and three. 
where they just beat up on each other. And then you're going to have five teams that are five and eight. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you're going to have that little middle group of Mike, six and seven, <laughs> Ryan, and myself. Seven and six. And then get destroyed in the playoffs. Most likely, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and we're, so, all, we're all first round fodder. I'm for in that. no man's land. Yeah. Um, so, I, if you look at it that way, I think they're already on their way to having that five. I think five is going to be the number six gets you in. So, yeah. it's just my bet based on what we've seen today. So, look at Mike. Mike's already halfway there, right? I think he has three wins on the year. He does, yeah. So, um, by that logic, it's probably Ryan. But yeah. I think Ryan has a better team. Right. I think Ryan's got more firepower. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think either. So, I, yeah. I, I would mean, say Lewis, but he's already at five wins. And so... Yeah. So, he's almost guaranteed to be in. Yeah. And to speak to that, I mean, I think I think it's... Fairly, this is probably the easiest year we've ever had to predict who's going to make the playoffs. Yeah, but I still go back to it's a weekly game. You made the you were the last place team in the first year you won your belt. So you know, just because you and David and um, and Mike feel like they're kind of stuck, and Ryan in no man's land, you could get hot at the right time. You could have a great end of season schedule that you're not seeing now. Um, and upset right. any one of these teams. I'm looking back at last year's standings, uh, final standings in the regular season. The eighth place team was five and eight. So the last the last place teams went five and eight, five and eight, three and ten, four and nine, and three and ten. And so I think you're going to have even what was fewer the top? wins. What was the top of the league? Uh, top was eleven and two. That was you. That was me. And then you had three nine and four teams. See, I think you might have a couple double digit. You might have two or three double-digit win teams. You had you had one team with eight wins, two teams with six, no team with seven wins, and so that kind of it's kind of yeah. almost similar. And I think this is almost a function of people start to realize when they're either in it or not in it. And I think this year, like I feel, I'm in the middle. I feel like I have to make like two or three moves just to get in that tier. I feel like I'm not close, and so it puts me in a situation where I have to make the decision, or I think it's easier to make the decision to start looking to next year right and so it's mo- even more obvious for the tier at the bottom and so i yeah. think what's happening and a lot of it has been good drafting by the teams at the top we talked mm-hmm. about joey hitting on all his wide receivers them overperforming. um if you look at it from that perspective i think that only adds to this discrepancy and this this lack of parity in the league and so this more than any other year i can remember remember has been kind of just these huge gap swings. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But that should be exciting in some senses to make the playoffs. I mean, for the teams that are 1-4, and four, and even Daniel at 0-5, and five, I mean, he's still in it for a playoff spot because he's only technically one game behind right. the eighth-place team. Right. Right, and so that's great for the league. And yeah. so um, that's what kind of why that we, I like eight teams at the same time. But right. But yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's going to be curious to see who starts the movement first because it's going to happen, right? Where somebody just realizes that it's not their year, and that's and more power to them. Obviously, I don't like to see that. And and well, you I mean, just, you got to think. Oh, so go ahead. No, I was I was going to say you just want some hope, and you know, not that you need to win six in a row or something, but it feels like if if one of these Goliaths could just get taken down. You know, then or just one week, like lose a game to someone you shouldn't lose to, then all of a sudden you kind of can squint and go, "Oh, I can make a little run here." But it, if it to your it, point, it feels like it doesn't matter. They're just rolling over everybody. We've, we've never had the top four teams this late into the season have a combined record of eighteen and two. Yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. It's, it's yeah, and it kind of speaks to that. And they've all scored. I don't know if Lewis has scored 200. I think he's maybe scored 198 or something. They've all scored have mm-hmm. huge blow-up weeks where it's just like, okay. Yeah. You mentioned, we mentioned it on the last show, some of the guys that, you know, like even my dad has a guy like Will Fuller who can score 50 points. I don't have a guy like that on my team that I feel like I own, you know? And not that I should count on a 50-point score or even a 40-point score, but I haven't had anyone near, I think the highest I've had is 30 and that felt like the most amazing thing ever, but no one else on my team said anything. So, again, I just I think there's been some massive scores and some consistently massive scores uh, through the first five weeks. What were you going to say, Stuart, before I cut you off? I was just going to say it, 
it's interesting as you start looking at the matchups for this week, which we're about to get to, but you look at someone like the matchup between me and Daniel, um, you look at the matchup between uh, Jonathan and Jackson, um, kind of all of the all of the matchups with the, the, the lower tier teams, right? You're getting to the point, I feel like, like if Daniel goes 0-6, oh um, you know what I mean? Like I feel like you're you're getting to that point kind of that you're talking about. Um, yep. Being at 1-4, I've even thought about that. Like I, I, do I either need to make moves or do I need to just cash it in because what I'm doing is obviously not working. And it's frustrating because from a projection standpoint, I feel sometimes like I'm, <laughs> oh, excuse me, my, one, of my, one of my springs in my butt just, <laughs> my knee. Sorry, I'm going into the attic. My knee. <laughs> <laughs> Come back down. Um, so anyway, I just, I feel like we're getting, we are in week six and seven, right? Five, six and seven. It's, it is, it's that time where people it's, are making those decisions. It's a critical week, so it'll be interesting to see if we see, start see, seeing some of that movement on the trade the trade block. I think yeah. we saw Daniel, uh, what was it, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen much since then, and so um, that's really the group to watch. I think the, that those top players can kind of let it come to them a little bit, um, but they're going to find real quickly once one of those other top dogs makes a move. It'll be interesting to see if they're going to start making moves, and it's going to be an arms race to some extent. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't speak for all the one and four teams, but I, you know, I feel good enough about my team that I don't want to blow up my team. I, I feel like I can make the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I don't think Daniel feels that way. I don't, at this point, unless something changes, what I if don't know. what if Jackson well, blows you out this week? Will you feel yeah, differently? I, I mean, you you got to reevaluate. It, it depends yeah. on. I don't know if if he if he blows me out and I don't score, you know, over a hundred points like Daniel did. Yeah, now I'm now I'm seriously reconsidering my team. But if it's you know I lose to him and it's you know a ten point game and I'm scoring one fifty five or something and I lose, you know, again I just you know tip the cap to to Jackson and move yeah, on. But yeah, I don't know. It it depends on how to your yeah. point how I lose. Yeah, but, makes sense. Let's get to it. Picks all right, of the week. so David. Well, you've got the first matchup. It looks like you're going to cover DC1 versus Staffel. So Senior versus Staffel. Do you have that game pulled up? Yeah, I do. So we got the Amadi Kyler Moore show and the <laughs> Cupid Express here. I like here. your accent. I think that's that. exactly how the theme song went. <laughs> that's Amadi. <laughs> I think you're thinking of a different show, dude. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of that song. Oh, that song. Yeah. That's Amadi. Um, Amadi. Yes. <laughs> and so I think this is actually the highest uh, score as it pertains to projections but on the uh, week, at least as far as ESPN is concerned. Um, you look at the Cupid Express, you've got a lot of good matchups here. Um, all of its players have plus matchups with the exception of OJ Howard. OJ Howard has done nothing this year. Uh, maybe Cupid Express will swap them out with, uh, I don't know, I guess O'Shaughnessy's... Uh, on the IR now. Too bad. I don't know if you have any uh, tight end steward that you could whisper to him. Hey, yeah. I, you know what? He doesn't need help. Never mind. Yeah, um, yeah what are we talking about? <laughs> and so you Ron look at... Howard. You look at all his matchups. They're all green rated. Um, his team's been performing. I played him last week. Adam Thielen and Michael Thomas each had um, one touchdown and 150 yards at halftime. <laughs> I think they both ended up with two touchdowns and close to 200 yards. Um, his team obviously has a lot of firepower. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Patrick it, Mahomes. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if Mahomes bounces back. Who knows? Sounds like the ankle isn't a big deal going up against Houston. Houston's been uh, allowing opposing quarterbacks to put up points. Yeah. Um, and so if he can bounce back, um, I think my dad's going to win. Um, whereas you look at uh, Mike's, Mike's side of the, of the matchup over here, You've got Amari Cooper. He's the second second or third ranked wide receiver. He's only projected for 13 points going against the Jets. I think that's a good matchup for him. Um, Travis Kelsey against Houston. Eckler. Eckler had, what, 14 or 15 catches last week? Something crazy. Yeah. Um, if Eckler can do that, you've got Kyler Murray going against Atlanta. 
I really think that if Kyler Murray can have, he hasn't he hasn't thrown a touchdown. I don't. I think the past two weeks, or definitely not last week, he's been running the ball for touchdowns. If Kyler Murray can score over thirty, I think Mike could win this matchup. It's obviously close as it is today, um, but I I just think Mahomes is going to bounce back. He's had two poor weeks by his standards. Um, the past two weeks, he's done 21 points, 21 points. The previous three, he went 40, 44, 40. So I think he gets back to that, and I think that's the difference in this matchup. I like my dad to win. Yeah, I've uh, I've also got senior winning. Um, it is, according to the matchup predictor, it's a, it's the win probability is 50-50. It's a pick em game. I, I think it comes down to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and I, he's going to be solid against the, the, the Texans. I think he's going to be the anchor for the team. But I, I think it actually comes down to the Saints on, on your dad's team. If Kamara and Thomas can perform outdoors on the road against the Jacksonville team, um, I think he wins. It's interesting. You just stole the point that I was going to make, Whoops. except for the opposite, opposite reason. Um, I don't know that New Orleans is going to play that well uh, in Jacksonville. That was my point. If they perform well, then he's going to win. I know. So, I know. I, so I, you're I going the so, other way. So yeah. are they going to perform Interesting. well? I'm I think going the, the other question. way. I think... Uh, what are they projected both? I, I'm smelling a so water bet coming up here. 20.4 for Camara and 16.8 for Thomas. They will... Be less than less Cum- than that. Cumulatively, cumulatively less than I that. I think they'll yes. be over that. Oh. So, Tom- water bet. Keep an eye on that matchup, boys and girls. That's Thomas right. is coming off a thirty-eight point yeah. output. He's done 20, 14, 14, 14, 38. So uh, yeah. he was projected for what'd you say? Sixteen point eight. Yeah. So he he uh, three of the five weeks he's been below that to your point, Stewart. So. I think, and I think uh, Garrett Minshew's going to go <laughs> off the chain. So uh, it's not going to be much of a ball game there in New Orleans, and the they're they're going to get shut down by the Jacksonville defense. On the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray is projected for twenty two point six. I think this is going to be the biggest game of the year for Murray. Atlanta's defense stinks. Uh, and I say that without even knowing anything about Atlanta's defense. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> oh, good. That was the Will Fuller game this oh, last week. Yes, that yeah. is, okay. I did know that actually. <laughs> so start your Christian Kirks. Yes, start your Christian Kirks if he's not hurt on your bench. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go. I don't, I wouldn't call this an upset, especially since it's a pick'em game. Um, and I'm gonna pick them with one Mike Staffel. Ooh, that's right, Mike. That's, First time I've ever picked you. I hate I, you most weeks, but this week I love you. Yeah, that's hey, that's a good pick. It's uh, thank you. It's it, like you said. It's it's projected that way, but it would be an upset given their records and and their previous outputs in fantasy. But and I think if Mike ends up winning, my tier would change. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> you should change the name of your son from Trip to Stewart. <laughs> yes. Well, that too. <laughs> Yeah, maybe consider that. Okay, we'll move on to the next matchup. We've got we've got Big Poppy Lewis versus David Winsor is coming, and uh, this one there's a win probability of fifty eight percent in Lewis's favor. Um, you know, I think I, I've played Lewis. He's in my division. Uh, he's in uh, our top four uh, power rankings. He's my number three team. Uh, he's pretty good. He's very good. He's got a very high ceiling. I feel like he just, this is how good he is. He doesn't even care that he's starting Kenyon Drake every week. Kenyon Drake has done basically nothing for him all year, and he's just like, yeah, so what? I'll just be undefeated. Uh, Dak has been nothing short of amazing. He's going up against the New York Jets, who have a terrible secondary. Uh, it's That's the way you beat them. Uh, you know, I think that the Cowboys want to be more balanced uh, in the end. And I think getting behind early to the Packers was obviously not in the game plan, so that kind of changed things. But either way, I think the Cowboys are throwing more this year than they have in the past. Tyler Lockett is the guy that I am probably most impressed with on the team. I I going into the season, I was like, man, Tyler Lockett is just a burner. You know, he might have you know a couple deep balls and 
few touchdowns here and there, but his catches on the year have been amazing. That last Thursday night when he caught it in the corner of the end zone, it just it looked like Russell Wilson was throwing the ball away, but it was perfectly placed. So he's been good. The the MVS start is interesting for Lewis. Did he start him last week? I didn't even check. He did. Okay. Uh, I'm not a fan of MVS. I have him in a different league. He does basically nothing. Um, I, I That's a concern for me. Uh, but Fournette's been solid. Chubb's been amazing. He's top five running back. Uh, on David's side, Carson Wentz, the quarterback that I wanted to draft, is uh, he's been great. Uh, but I think David, oh, look at that. He's starting Sony Michelle now. Uh, Sonny Michelle with Melvin Gordon and uh, Larry Fitz in the flex. Interesting. I think David's got a plethora of running backs. Um, he does have Montgomery on by this week, so that makes it easy to sit him. But uh, he does have Matt Breida against the L.A. Rams. And yeah, he's he, sitting he him. might be moving into my lineup. Interesting. So you look The way I see this is you look at just the projections, which is obviously leading to the whatever percent chance you said. I've got a couple zeros in there now just from guys in bye weeks that I haven't replaced. So gotcha. I think that'll move it. Um, but Kenyon Drake, 13 points. He has a, he's a average seven on the year. Yeah. You've got Valdez Scantling, eight points. I, I, that's high for him. You combine that with Nick Chubb could get good, could get to his 21. Fournette could get to his 20. Um, Tyler Lockett, he's had games where he's had one catch and it's been for the touchdown. So you look at Lewis's team on the year, I don't think he's had a week where he scored less than 158. Right. Um, he's been between 158 and almost 200 every single week, and which has been really amazing when you actually look at his roster. And a lot of that's been comprised of his quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Last week, Deshaun Watson doing 58. And so... I think there's at some point it's going to he's going to have one of these games where his guys just don't perform. I'm hoping that's this week. You look at my dad. My dad had one game where, and it was against you, Jonathan. I think he scored what 118 points. Yes, something yes. like that. And he still won, and he still yeah he was the 11th yes. highest score in the week. That so was not my not to remind you of that, but I think that's kind of my what I'm trying to say here is is you just have these games. And so at some point he's going to have one and he's after, after five weeks, you know, I like my odds. If you look at it from that standpoint, whereas you look at my side of things, Carson wins 18 points. I think that he's going to get the tough defense in Minnesota, but I like him to at least get to that 18. And I think there's some upside there. Um, Michael Gallup at 11 points per game. He's actually the number six wide receiver in points score on a per game basis. Cause he's missed a couple games do the injury he's averaging uh 19 points per game so i think he can easily beat that odell i don't want to talk about him (laughs) um (laughs) he could easily go three he could easily easily go 30 um so yeah larry fitzgerald i've got in the flex that might be uh my matt burrito here (laughs) um (laughs) We keep rolling with that burrito, yeah, like so Mr. Chipotle I himself. Think, I think I've got to get into the one six. So that was going to gonna be chance. that was my point. So I, I'm picking Big Poppy to to beat you, but it's not a, it's not an unwinnable game. I think you have to beat him, and he will score 152. That's his current projection, 152.8. I think he'll hit that, and he's going to be fine. But it you're you have a couple of players that concern me, OBJ and Carson Wentz with his matchup, as well as Melvin Gore with his past week. So that's why I leaned Lewis, but I, I don't think it's as big, like as lopsided as this is currently looking right now. Yeah, I so, thought you picked, didn't you pick David? No, he picked no. Uh, Lewis. I picked myself. So who do you pick, Stuart? Oh. Uh, this is my triple play. Triple play. I'm picking Lewis. And um, I'm not even gonna y'all y'all just talked this matchup to death. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm into this matchup. I apologize. Um, no way. This is this is the only thing I'm gonna say about it. Kenyon Drake is going to come alive this Calling week. Calling your shot. And prove Jonathan. Kenyon Drake is contender status for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, Melvin Gordon. Wasn't ready with that drop. No, that's all right. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Um, there is no chance, no chance. Stewart guarantee right here. There is no chance he hits seventeen point one against. Ironclad, no doubt about it. Guaranteed, Stewart guarantee. 
the the Clippers are playing Pittsburgh, <laughs> and so we've already we already know about Pittsburgh, and so um, it's it's this is not going to be uh, this is not going to be very close. Unfortunately, David, I, I hate to say that, especially with you sitting right here in front of me, but uh, Big Poppy's just too much, and it's not going to be close. Uh, you heard me last week, and I was exactly right. I do predict though that you will. Sk- you will score more than Daniel did. <laughs> oh, thank you. So you're Melvin Gordon. I, I feel like I disagree with you. Yeah, I figured you would. So what are you're saying? He'll be below his projection. Yeah. That game is at LAC. Yeah. The Clippers. Yeah. So I think he's going to score Center. more than than his projection of seventeen point one. No, there's a little man named Austin Eckler. <laughs> Who's got something to say about that? <laughs> you make him sound like he's a dwarf or something. <laughs> well, I think he's a little shorter than Melvin Gordon. Um, so actually, where are we going have, with this? Uh, that's my triple play. Lewis is going to destroy no. David. Oh, I got that's that. That's where we're going. I thought we were leaning towards a, a Melvin Gordon waterbed. Well, here. I'm always game I, for I that. I was just waiting for Stuart da- to say it. David is always a little scared to pull the trigger on this. Waterbed. All right. I hope someone keeps track of these because I'm making a lot of them. Uh, Melvin Gordon uh, will score less than 17.1 points. And uh, David says... They're going to get up big. They're at home against the Steelers. They're going to be running the ball. Gordon got all the rushes last week. Eckler only had three. Gordon's going to get his opportunity to... Yeah. Well, to- unfortunately, the steel curtain is not gonna, not it travels look. all the way to the west coast <laughs> it sure does it's the same team am i right okay <laughs> what's their record their record is uh i'm not, winning that one is, are, are is they gonna the make same the, as my record. are they gonna make the playoffs <laughs> there's a reason for that you have a yes. lot of Steelers on your team. yes they are going to make the playoffs still that is still uh that's the real deal okay here we go. We are moving on to one that I could have very easily made my water bet, or I mean my uh, my what's it called? <laughs> triple play, <laughs> triple play. I could have easily made this my triple play, but um, you know, decided not to do that to one Mike Searles. But it is Mike Searles versus his his son Joey. And uh, if we've learned anything from the last few weeks uh, with McBarkley. Even without McBarkley, just the Mick, uh, he is still destroying teams. And so uh, this one is not going to be close. It's it's projected at a 43-point difference. Uh, it could be a 200-point difference for all I care. It's not going to be close. Um, I, I want to water about that. <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Uh, I, I feel like uh, uh, you just look at the projections, you look at the plus matchups, it's not... It's yeah, landslide. We don't even really need to talk about it. Sorry, uh, old timer. This this is a, an easy one as well. Um, I too have Joey uh, winning the game. Uh, he's just got too many good players. You know, he can even play Rashad Penny in a great matchup against Cleveland, um, and he may he may do well. So the rich get richer with Joey. He's just he's just keeps rolling. So I think he's just gonna roll right over old pops. Yeah, as a, a dear friend of mine uh, would say, five and zero versus one and four. Mm-hmm. This is my triple play for Joey. Triple play. Joey's gonna win it. Maybe not by two hundred, but he's gonna win. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, that gets us into our next matchup here, and <laughs> which I always get my Balzac Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Thank y'all, guys. Yeah. Uh, against Tank and the Crew, and so you look at this. This is our closest projected matchup on the week: one thirty-nine point two for Preston versus one thirty-nine point five. Um, Ryan making a pickup and Jimmy G, the handsome one, Janine Garofalo. <laughs> Garofalo. So could go with like green or just any normal G. Yeah. Last or Gardner Minshew. Why didn't he pick that dude up? <laughs> I don't know. You called Dan- him Garrett a second ago. Did <laughs> Daniel pick him up off the waivers this week, I think? I don't know. I think he? five bucks or something. I don't know. Maybe wow, I'm wrong. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> real money, real money. So you look at uh, him picking his new quarterback. He's projected for 17 points against the Rams. Um, not sure I, I like that, but it's probably a better start than Daniel Jones. Um, whereas you got Preston on the other side, Philip Lindsay. 
He's uh, been averaging more than I think his 16.2 points that he's projected for. He's been a great player this year. It's pathetic. Uh, you know, he gets them first weekend, gets 29 points for, for uh, Preston. Keenan Allen, 15 points. You know, I look at through this. I think on the projections, Devontae Adams coming back for Ryan. I think that's the difference in this matchup. Uh, I, while I don't like Duke Johnson as a running back too here, I understand we got some bye weeks going on with Josh Jacobs being on bye, but I think I think Ryan's going to win this one. Yeah, I've got Ryan over Preston as well. Um, I do like the Jimmy G move. That was smart. Daniel Jones was just not a good start this week against the Patriots, so it's not worth keeping him. Duke Johnson against the Chiefs, is he's going to do fine. I think there will be points scored there. Uh, and then, of course, the number one, well, number two receiver, Cooper Cup, who torched me last week. I think he's set up for success here. So, um, yep, I don't like uh, I don't like Preston's team. I've said it since the beginning. Philip Lindsay's overrated, but you will not heed my warning. So, hopefully, Stewart picks Preston. An overrated top f- fifteen uh, running back. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I it's like Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's right. That guy sucks. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Ryan. <laughs> Perfect. I think that's all three of us. That's yep. a clean sweep. Ryan over Preston. I think Ryan's had the most of those. We we've all leaned in on Ryan. Yeah. Yep. We've either leaned in in all together or we've missed his matchup him. the most. Yeah. And we've all picked the same regardless of who's Ryan Ryan is playing, <laughs> whether right. it's him we're picking or his opponent. Right. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. Matchup of the week. All right. So this one is Big Stew, Connor's Cherubim versus Daniel's sacrilegious team name. Uh right now it's showing uh Stewart as a fifty seven percent win probability. Um you know what? That's it. I'll just go ahead and make this my triple play. I've got Stewart. Wow, thank I've got you. Stewart thank and you. I I've, won't let you down. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Don't start someone dumb, okay? Um, who do you have in at tight end? Let's see. Oh, George Kittle. Good. Yeah. I'm glad it's not some no-name guy that you picked up that no. tears his ACL the very next day. <laughs> well, I I have... Well, it looks like Daniel doesn't even have a tight end. <laughs> he should pick up O'Shaughnessy. Daniel's starting empty. That's yeah. what he's. That's who he's yeah. starting at tight end. Uh, I just think Stewart's team's better. Uh, it would be interesting though if Daniel pulled off an upset here. That would really muddy the waters at the bottom. Tyreek Hill's playing. Is that real? <laughs> yes. uh, I I have my <laughs> concerns about Tyreek. That's why I traded him. But no, he right. could blow up in my face more so than Philip Lindsay. Julio and Tyreek, that's some pretty good receivers yep. for the last ranked team here. Yep. Yeah. Well, Tyreek is y'all, ranked, so, uh, ranked y'all 156. Think... So I'm not worried. <laughs> See, do y'all think he's Daniel starting Teddy Bridgewater this week? Do y'all I think, saw that. Do y'all think he, uh, last week, he, I, I missed that. He threw for, what, four touchdowns, 300 yards? They opened up that... the playbook to him, finally. And they said, throw the ball down the field. So do you think that's going to continue? Absolutely <laughs> not. Against Jacksonville. Not. not against Jacksonville on the road. I Teddy don't like Bridgewater it. is a big teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> no one's scared of him. He had a lucky game. So everybody loves him? Yeah, they just want to They want to give him a lot of hugs behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> And he lets them. He lets them. He just says, come on in for the real thing. (laughs) So, yeah, I I would agree. Obviously, uh, I'm very pleased that I got triple played uh, for the win. But um, I didn't have that much confidence in myself. But I do. I think I'm going to absolutely destroy Daniel. So it's not even going to be close. I hate that he's going to be 0-6, but... (laughs) Um, you know, somebody's got to be, as long as it's not me. No one's ever triple played me before, so yeah. that's because I'm bad. Yeah. Who do you got, David? So I've actually got Daniel in this matchup. Whoa. Get out of here. Are yeah. you kidding? No, Have you I'm lost not. your mind? So, so the way I see it is y'all are both going to score very few points, and <laughs> who's going to score them? <laughs> he, he does have Joey Sly as his kicker, so he might win. <laughs> Uh, no, I think between Julio and Tyreek, I think one of them, I could easily see one of them going for 40. Um, and that I think that might like be the difference here. Opponents. I think I've had an opponent every week that's had at least 40 points. So, so yeah, you, <laughs> one player. You wouldn't so be, I bring you wouldn't out, be, I, you wouldn't I bring be surprised. 
So I, I just like one of his guys to go off. He's due, kind of going back to, you know, my take against my matchup for Lewis. I think Daniel's just, it's one of those games where, uh, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. He thinking. has, he has, I forgot that he picked up Derek on Ray. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the pick. It wouldn't be, uh, too big of an upset, but it would be an upset. I just decided to save my upset for a different pick. So, okay. do we want to move on to the last matchup? Let's move on to the last matchup. Um, again, this is one of those hugely uh, one-sided affairs. Um, <laughs> we well, have the most consistent team, I feel like, huge. in our in huge. our league. Um, the most consistent team. Um, no one got that joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> versus Welcome to Hollywood. I remember several years ago, we made the rule... We're not going to be changing our name every week, uh, from week to week, so that we actually can. <laughs> Why know who is we're that playing. a rule? What's because th- we didn't. We don't know who who we're playing. <laughs> we don't know who the teams are. Um, well, first off, my name's right under it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Whatever. That's a new. Do rule. you remember the POD song "Welcome to Hollywood"? No. Okay. No. Go YouTube that. That's why I picked it. Hollywood Brown. I know. I know what Hollywood Brown is, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. So if you look at the, this matchup, um, you've got, (laughs) that's when you have fireworks in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. You fireworks in the bathroom. (laughs) I got what he's saying. Hollywood Brown. (laughs) (laughs) That that is dumb and a little mean. Um, I don't even know. Talk about the matchup. So uh, the matchup, we've got uh, the number two quarterback, the number two running back, uh, the number five tight end, the number five linebacker, the number five kicker versus... Who does number two work um, for? I think think the only thing that Jonathan has going for him is the number one uh, linebacker and Joe (laughs) Sherbert. (laughs) You're going to say Sherbert. Yeah, baby. Oh, is it Shorbet? Shorbet. He's French. And then, uh, so Kenny Valero, he does have him too. Okay, but what's your pick? Obviously, there is... Uh, Hard-hitting analysis. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to bore the people like you do. Um, How many names can I butcher? That's what yeah. you want to do. Uh, Who's your I, pick? I don't mean for this to be a disley against Jonathan, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm picking the most consistent team, landslide victory. Well, I'm mixing it up, and I'm picking. Uh... <laughs> Gosh, this is like your write-ups you used to yep. do. Yeah, and I'm gonna cook the most consistent yeah. team. Uh, yeah, I've got me. Shocker, I know. I, I already know which way David's leaning, but I got to talk about myself for a little bit here because no one else will. Um, the way I'm gonna beat uh, Jackson this week is. Scoring more points. Russell Wilson is going to do exactly what I said. Cleveland is susceptible to the run, and they are going to run the ball right down Cleveland's throat, and Russell Wilson will have... A hundred yards rushing. <laughs> Russell Wilson will have no passing touchdowns. And three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> no, it will be all... Chris, oh. Watch Chris Carson. That's why I like Mike this week. Watch Chris Carson. Okay, this is I'll very fitting. You hate Russell Wilson. Oh, I hate him. I'm, yeah. I'm going to die on this hill. I think he's going to. Uh, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a week where you're like, oh, he busted. I was talking to David earlier. He reminds me of when Drew Brees was at his peak, and you could rely on him to just win you week after week after week. And then you get to that one week, and I don't know, week thirteen or fourteen in the playoffs, and he puts down a little five pointer for you. Yeah, I remember that. Quite yeah. well. Yeah. So I think Russell Wilson's got that in him, and uh, I'm hoping it happens this week. Yeah. So you all know from previous team names, talking about changing team names, I'm a big fan of the Johnson guys, and I like their Johnson to carry on. Jackson I'm glad to you said I'm a big fan of the Johnson guys, and not just I'm a big fan of the Johnson. Well, listen, Jackson's also got a gay kicker, so yeah. I'm beginning to question Jackson. Think about that. Yeah. I got Jackson. Oh, no way. He's starting the same guy Daniel's starting at tight end on his defensive back position. Empty. Uh, so it looks like Jackson still got some more points. He's going to uh, be favored by about 40 on me, but yeah. that's okay. 
And that's you, probably how much he'll win by. You said it was going to be a landslide? Landslide. Yeah. Yeah. Landslide brought me down. You guys can, uh, you guys can landslide my Hollywood Brown. That's sick, and I will never do that. <laughs> I've done it at the golf course. <laughs> hole number three. Couldn't make it. He couldn't oh, make it past the hole number, hole number 12. Well, that's all the matchups. I think it's going to be a good week, and uh, this will be. This is moving week. This is moving week. Uh, moving day. Moving what? week. Get it? Like Augusta? Okay, never mind. Y'all, <laughs> y'all aren't good at golf. I thought never we were. Mind. I thought we were going to share our favorite poop stories. Uh, well, I've got. I've got a couple. Yeah. I've got, I've got two, number two. <laughs> With that, we'll leave you.